Hello and welcome to Riding in the Weeds. We're back with Ginny and Tash and today we have a super fun episode that has really been inspired by the week that we have been having. The topic of this show today is about managing your batteries and really understanding that when things happen it's not actually ever really about you. Like it's always about you but it's also never about you and so much of our getting stuck in the weeds is because we get stuck thinking that it's actually us and when we think it's us we isolate and we don't look for the ways out of the weeds we actually get stuck in the weeds because we're thinking that it's our problem and when actually in every area of life it comes down to being a management problem so I've got some super cool analogies to throw at you. Jenny's got some super cool stuff that has come up for her. Stay with us if you completely understand that some days everything is going amazing and then other days you're in the weeds and you kind of get stuck in your head and you forget. But you know what? It's not really actually about you. So let's get started. Jenny, how are you doing today? I'm doing better, slowly but surely doing a little better after this week that I've had. It's been pretty bumpy. So how are you doing today? I'm doing I'm doing much better too. It's uh, I've had a bumpy week, but it hasn't quite been as impactfully bumpy as yours. Yours was definitely outside stuff happening that really sucked, for lack of a better word. And mine has just kind of been, I'm not even really sure where I started on Monday, I feel like I've been on a roller coaster. You've had some tough stuff go on. So I'm sorry that your week went the way that it does. So do we want to start there and then we'll kind of circle around? Yeah, so um, I'll share that I had a very dear friend who uh, lost a horse this week. And this horse was probably as close as I could be to a horse that wasn't my own. Um, I've known her for about as long as I've had my horse, which is about 16, 17 years. And I had been exercising her and um, we called her her sister. They were sisters. The girls had been together uh, for also like 18 years. So um, I had been working them once a week for my friend for about two plus years, in addition to having boarded them for a while with me. And so they've been in my life for a long time now. And um, we lost Belle this week. Um, And no matter how that happens, you're never prepared. (laughs) It just does not matter. Um, so that's been really tough and it kind of blew my whole week out of the water. It happened Wednesday, but you know, that wasn't a whole lot of my week to get started with. And then the rest of the week, just, you know, I was grieving a lot and just trying to feel all those emotions. Um, but what super struck me is, you know, we had planned to record Wednesday actually. And so of course I was messaging you and I'm like, Hey, things are, you know, like I have no idea what's happening right now. I don't know how long I'm going to be here. And, um, you know, it's funny because when I finally was able to take a minute and check my messages and stuff, you were like, Oh yeah, I'm not having a great day either. I mean, obviously mine was pretty, pretty powerful, but you weren't in a good space either. And then I got an email from a coach that I follow and the, literally the title of it was, it's been a rough week, y'all. <laughs> and by now, like I'm not laughing, but it's happening everywhere. And then I got another email from a different coach I follow who also acknowledged how hard the week was. And then I was on Facebook and there's other people talking about how hard the week was. So I don't know what was in the air this week, but it was not good. <laughs> 
So you know what, what just struck me is, you know what was actually in this week was love. Valentine's Day happened. The this irony. Week. The irony. Wednesday, yes. The day we lost Bell was Valentine's Day. Yeah. yeah. And it's funny what a Hallmark holiday actually can do within the whole stratosphere of the energies that may or may not have been going on. The I mean the moon is sort of on its way up. We just had the new moon on Friday, I think. This past Friday. Yeah. No. A week past. Yeah. yeah. So we're kind of like in between and we we should yeah. circle back to this next year and see how Valentine's Day is next year. Totally. <laughs> is and this is so... like is this a pattern that I never noticed? What's going on? Like <laughs> when is a total man-made date? Maybe we should look back into the paganness of that day cuz obviously we think these things are made up but then pretty much all of these holidays that we have that are somewhat have become completely commercialized are actually based in some sort of calendar yeah, roots a long way back yeah yeah as you say the roots go really really deep and it's interesting i was listening to a podcast yesterday and mel robbins always ends everything with i love you i believe in you if no one else has told you today i want to tell you that i love you and she was talking about how she gets a lot of people that are like thank you you're like the only person in my life that tells me that hmm. but she gets a lot of hate mail for the exact same thing where people are like how dare you you don't know me how can you love me this is stupid and I think that's the point when you kind of circle into Valentine's Day and the fact that on the 14th there's this big focus on how perfect everything should be when it's not I'm not the person that posts on our anniversary or on our Valentine's or on birthdays like Facebook is not where I need to express my love and sadly enough, the amount of times that you see that expression of love on Facebook and then weeks later you see that the couple has actually broken up, it's kind of scary, right? So I'm just not that person. Um, not everyone needs to be part of that. And I think it's very sweet and lovely. And I read people's posts. I'm like, oh, should I be that person? But I, I don't need to. And again, that brings me to comparison. So I could have been sitting there on Wednesday going oh, well, who am I to be in this mental space when Jenny is going through something that is so heart-wrenching and, and so hard for her? Like, snap out of it, Tash. But the whole point of this podcast is that we are all on our own journeys. We're all having things that are happening to us at any given time. And it's not personal. And there is no comparison. And it really comes down to how are you going to manage this? Yeah. And your struggle doesn't diminish my struggle and vice versa. We're both, you know, like, it kind of sounds funny, but weeds are weeds, no matter who you are or, and sometimes they have thorns and sometimes they're just grass and, you know, it just depends on what's going on, but it doesn't make it any better or worse. And you know, just because I was going through such a challenging time doesn't mean that you weren't struggling too in your own way. And one of the things in Lacey's email, Lacey Seitz is the coach that I got this email from. And of course, when I saw the title, I was like, all right, well, I have to read it. I should probably let her know that. But 
<laughs> I was like, well, I have to read it because I knew my week was bad. I knew your week was bad, you know, like, so I, I'm like, okay, well, what else is going on? So one of the things she said, though, that, of course, her email is very business focused, but her comment was that just because she had a hard week doesn't change her own worth. And even though she's a highly successful coach with an amazing business, that does not mean that she'll never have a hard week. So you will never get to a point where there won't be weeds. It's never going to happen. You have to understand that that is part of being human. It's part of life. It's just part of the experience here. And so when you recognize that, I think it takes a little pressure off for things to be perfect. Like they're, they're not going to be ever. And so when you know there's going to be weeds, then you can deal with that appropriately. And it doesn't mean anything about your worth or your value or who you are as a person. Weeds are just weeds. They exist. That's part of our experience. It's part of the contrast of being able to see, you know, the difference between experiencing the weeds for what they are, experiencing the rain for what it is, and then the rainbow that comes later or the garden that blooms. We cannot have one without the other. And so it's important to remember that when we're in the thick of a really challenging experience. I also want to add in there that you wouldn't be listening to this podcast if you didn't get stuck in the weeds. However, the only reason you get stuck in the weeds, because there is actually a really easy way to avoid that. And this kind of cycles back to what we talked about last week. If you just stay comfortable or you stay uncomfortably comfortable, and you don't push and you have no expectations of yourself being better and you've just got a relationship that's average and you're not really happy with the guy or the girl, but at the same time, it's easier to be in the relationship than it is to do anything about the problems in the relationship. So you just stay there and you just accept it. Well, you know, you're kind of just in a neutral place, but if you are somebody that wants more, you know, whether it's you want to look better in the dress, you want to be stronger, you want to make sure you age well, you want to give more to the world, you feel that you have a gift and you really want to be a leader in some way or form, you've started a business in whatever capacity because you want to give more to the world. You have a why that is bigger than just being. You are going to have contrast. Bringing it round to the analogy of the batteries that we're going to talk about here in a second or if you've been listening for a while you know I live in a camper I've been in a camper for now two years and and so I've taken myself out of a very comfortable situation in a big nice house and I had running water when I flushed the toilet it was gone when I make garbage I put it out into the garbage can and it disappears everything very simple and easy. And the minute you get into a camper, you realize that you have a limited amount of time before you have to find somewhere to deal with, you're gonna run out of water. You're gonna have to dump your septic somewhere. You are going to have power issues if you do not manage them. And suddenly it is as simple as being in an environment where you have to manage those things to really realize very quickly that you got to manage your batteries. You got to manage your shit because if you don't, then you'll have too much of it. Um, literally. And literally. 
And so I was telling Ginny, I was on a coaching call with my pod this week and we were talking and one of the guys says, you know, I'm constantly reminding myself that even when the sun is not shining, and he was meaning it figuratively, like when the sun isn't shining, I still got to work. And so if I wake up in the morning and I just don't feel like it, I got to figure out a way to make it work and do the things anyway and move stuff forward. And I sat there and I was giggling because at this exact moment in time, I am literally perched on a camp chair next to my power box that has 2% battery in it, hotspotting with my phone because my computer didn't have enough battery to make it through the coaching call. So I couldn't run my Starlink, but my phone was also running out of battery. So, okay, I got 2% battery. So if I sit next to the power box, I can directly plug my computer in because normally I plug the whole house in, which means I can run the extension cord. I can be sitting in my nice office with my desk. I mean, not that I'm in a, you know, in my maid office here. Um, and I've got like a TV eating tray on top of my legs and I've got my notes and I'm so awkward, but I just giggled. I'm like, you're absolutely right because it was cloudy. <laughs> And I didn't have enough power that day because I had not managed my batteries. So I'm like, literally, when the sun is not shining, you have to figure out, you got to work. I had three coaching calls that day that I had to go to, I wanted to go to. And so therefore, I was having to manage the 9% battery that I woke up with. And at this point, I had 2% left. And it really struck home to me that whether it's your physical batteries, whether you've got too high a cortisol going on, whether you're literally running on solar and you've been doing bad management because I didn't realize we were going to have a cloudy day. So the day before I, I ran the batteries down, like, you've got to manage your batteries. And when the sun isn't shining, you still got to work. So how am I going to deal with this? And I happened to have enough to get through the coaching calls. And then there was some chores that we needed to go out and do. And we had postponed Valentine's Day because Wednesday wasn't a good Valentine's Day for us as a couple. So we decided we'd do Valentine's on Thursday instead. And so I'm like, well, I got no batteries. So I may as well go out for lunch. We had to deal with some issues with the dog. So we were went to the vet and booked in uh, an appointment for him and then went to the solar people <laughs> to manage our batteries to fix it so that we are going to have more batteries going forward. And all those things I've been putting off because I was working. So I was like, well, this is the day to do it. And it struck it all very much home that you can still work even when the sun's not shining. You've just got to adjust. Yeah. And how much time did we spend laughing this week about the whole battery debacle that you were experiencing? Because it's such an amazing mirror for life. If you don't consciously make that decision to look ahead a little bit, to know there's a cloudy day coming or rain or whatever, to plan and adjust your power usage accordingly. The same thing is true of our lives. And at one point I remember you messaging me and you were like, I think we're trying to charge three bikes, the computer, the phone and run the Starlink and it's not working. And I'm like, hmm, that sounds like burnout, doesn't it? <laughs> right? Like that is exactly what burnout is for us is the proverbial burning the candle at both ends in the middle. And you can't do it with solar battery chargers any more than you can do it with your own human body. And it was just such a beautiful reminder of what we need to do 
and that when you focus on managing the battery, everything else falls into place. Absolutely. All of that thought that has to go into it is just not there anymore. And you're right, the camper experience, we burn wood in the winter. It's a very similar experience. You end up closer to a rhythm and more present with what needs to happen. I'm always looking ahead. We got a little bit of snow on, uh, I think it was Friday night. And I'm like, oh, the wood is low in the house. I want to bring it in now and not when it's wet and soggy outside. So it's easier to get in, it's less mess, and the wood is dry ahead of time. I think when you have these situations like living in a camper or burning wood or caring for animals outside, you begin to recognize that rhythm that you need to have where you're always looking a little bit ahead, you're always checking in with what's going on, you're always present to your needs. You know, oh dang, the temperature is going down a little lower. I want more wood in the house. I want to be able to burn more, more quickly to keep the house warmer to to offset that cold. This is just part of how you have to manage being a human. Being a soul in a human body is how you need to go about like your human body is basically your batteries. You know, so are you fueling yourself appropriately? Are you paying attention to your energy needs and demands that are upcoming? Are you working around things and adjusting when something surprising happens like a cloudy day, like losing a horse? I immediately cleared my schedule for the day. I messaged you really early in the morning and was like, hey, I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know that I'll be available this afternoon. No big deal. Turns out you were equally unavailable. Um, (laughs) You know, and then... (laughs) Yeah, you had no batteries that day, so it all works out. Then Thursday, we reconnected again, touched base. It was like, you know, I just don't think I have the energy in me. I need to conserve a little bit right now and kind of hunker down. And so here it is Sunday, and we're finally getting together to podcast. And you have sun and batteries, and I am a little bit more recharged and present again. When you have a 9 to 5, I know that's hard. When you have children and big animals, sometimes it is really hard. Not going to lie, when I was sick a couple weeks ago, caring for the horses was awful. And I'm sure it's very similar when you have kids. Sometimes, yeah, you are burning the batteries to the 2% and hanging on with nothing but 2%. And as long as you can figure out how to take a break sooner rather than later, once in a while, that's not bad. But perpetually, it doesn't work. Because frankly, if you run those batteries at 2%, you'll ruin the batteries. (laughs) Like you'll ruin your massive investment of all of those batteries because they won't ever really charge. It's important to recharge completely and to be able to manage that. And I find myself to the point now where I don't think I could go back to a standard nine to five because managing my own internal battery is such a big deal to me that I wouldn't be able to do that. And I acknowledge that there's a bit of privilege in that. That doesn't mean it's easy because I certainly, you know, oh yeah, I could go out and hop on a nine to five and make probably a lot more money than I'm making now, but I'd be facing burnout. So what's the trade-off at that point? What's it worth to me? Well, again, back to the whole, you're wanting to do bigger things in the world, your why, uh, which is a completely different topic that we're going to dig into because that threw me a little bit. My week really kind of cascaded through this coaching and the confidence and what am I really trying to bring to the world I know that I have more than just being a bike coach in me but because I've been managing so many other things I've been trying to bring that out and it's been a struggle and I think when we start to really dig into like I have more 
that I want to give, you've stepped out of the norm. And something that Jenny reflected back to me this week, big part of what I'm seeing is like when you rip up the rule book and you decide to do things differently than everybody else is doing, like if you follow a prescription and you follow the nine to five, the career, that really works for a lot of people. However, even just, it's like having children. If you want to do kids in a slightly different way, you're now ripping up the rule book and you're doing it your own way, but you've got to find your own path. And it's harder to do it that way. But you know that you will create a better life for your kids if you're there for them and you're present for them and you give them more time. Our dog is going in for de-nutting, as my friend put it the other day. And he's getting close to two years. And there are some people that are like, if you can wait to two years, that's better for the dog. And then there's other people that look at me and they're like, well, you've waited too long. I'm like, no, he's a hundred pound dog. He needs to grow and develop as much as possible. But the prescription in North America has been for so long, you get it done as soon as they're physically able, which is six months. And then you train them and you won't ever have these problems. And it's definitely pushing it to the point where you're like, okay, and it's a now thing means that you're going to be slightly uncomfortable until you can get to the vet. And it's not following that prescriptive route. However, if you're not going to follow the prescriptive route, you need to become very self-present and you need to really know that this is not personal. This is very personal because you're making these decisions that make it harder. But at the same time, you're also making these decisions that make you a better human to be out in the world, sharing more with the world. I just wanted to circle back to what you said about the burnout thing. Because it was really funny. We're like, the sun is shining. We've got four (laughs) electric bikes. They all need charging. So I said to my husband, I'm like, okay, so when the sun's out and we're drawing 400 watts, we need to charge the things because we should be able to balance it. And he was like, oh, sweet. And he plugs everything in. It's middle of the day. We're getting all of the power we could possibly draw off our solar panels. The amount of power that like no more can go into our battery at that point in time. We literally cannot draw anymore. So we woke up and we had full battery. We were good to go. And then he got way too ambitious. And I'm sitting in the middle of a call and suddenly my computer's not charging. There's no internet. I'm like, honey, we're drawing all the power that we can. And we just went to zero. So it was literally getting up in the morning and being like, I'm on fire today. And I've done that so many times. I've had all the inspiration and I'm like, I can conquer the world today. And then it's three o'clock in the afternoon and I'm like, I got nothing. I literally just like high speed ran myself straight into the brick wall, bounced off it and I'm sitting on the ground. So can you feed me? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I go lie down and I'm probably not getting back up again because I just did exactly what he did when he plugged everything in and I walked into the camper and I'm like you've got <laughs> he had four bikes plugged in that he was charging it was beautiful and he was charging my electric zapper which is my bug killer and the night before my bug zapper had died and we're lying there and there's like 10 mosquitoes on the ceiling (laughs) and I wake up and I'll be itching my hands so I can't go to sleep so it was 10 30 at night and I'm sitting outside with again 2% battery with my electric charger plugged in (laughs) just need 10 minutes 
and then I'll be able to protect myself against the mosquitoes. <laughs> so he was looking after us. He even pulled the GoPro out. It was just a beautiful thing. And how many times have you done that in your life where you've just woken up and you are like ready to go and then you have your favorite caffeine drink and you go out to conquer the world and you don't make it very far because you just went straight burnout. Um, and then, you know, in the next three days, you're like, I can't get off the bench. So, yeah, got to manage our batteries. And just knowing that you are 100% human, everybody goes through that. Maybe not literally with your solar panels and all of that stuff. But, you know, again, anyone that's living off grid experiences this. Anyone who decides to homeschool their children Anybody who decides to start their own coaching business or a podcast or anything like that, it's really important that you give yourself huge self-love and then anybody around you, you make sure you share that love with them because they're your team and without them, you wouldn't be getting it. They're, they're your sunshine. Yeah. And I think it's also appropriate to say that sometimes you're going to find that wall by running into it. And that's part of being human and managing your batteries is that sometimes you don't realize that you're overdrawing or that something is going to take a lot more energy than you expected it to. And so a lot of times part of it is in addition to looking forward and trying to plan forward is just responding in the moment. What do I need in the moment? And, you know, yeah, you had full sun, so you're pulling in as much as you can, but you were expending probably more than that, trying to catch up at that point. And so sometimes it's going to happen slower than you think. And yeah. so there's a huge portion of this. This is just being present with what is and able to respond and adapt moment to moment, you know, to whatever it is that you need. So, you know, I think that pretty much covers the gamut of it today, that it's really about just paying attention to your internal battery and making sure that you're doing what you need to do to handle whatever happens, whether that is foreseen or unforeseen, because it's going to be both. There's no way to avoid being in the weeds sometimes. Yeah, 100%. And just one other thing, as you were talking, you reminded me on one of my coaching calls, I really started to figure out like what this whole ripping up the rule book is. And I said to my coach, it's like, I have been running so hard and I have been pushing so hard for so long and Betty Gohard has been out there doing it all and one of the other people on the call had talked about how she works with caregivers to really show them that they matter and that yes you're caring for somebody and so you start to think that you don't matter right because that person again back to the comparison that person's more important and I realized I'm like oh my god I really hadn't put myself into this lady's category of clientele. It's like, oh, well, I'm not a caregiver. And in her spiel about the workshop she was offering, I was like, oh my goodness, I've been a caregiver since I was 18 years of age or 20 years of age when my now husband had his back injury. And the reason I've been running so hard is because I don't think I matter in this situation. It's okay for me to overrun everything. And my coach was like, Pretty much anyone in the age group of like 35 to 80 
has actually been as a, a female and I mean males as well but as females we have been pushing really hard and we have not been stopping and we're all getting to that point where our bodies are like no we cannot handle this much cortisol and I think especially that kind of like 35 40 year old to the 60 year old we got the power and we really felt like we needed to do it all and personally my hardest thing this week was I I cannot push anymore if I go for a run I get to the point where I just can't run up the hill I I just actually stop I have been so good at overextending but I don't actually know what doing it with the management and that's what I now and I'm pretty sure anyone listening to this podcast that's what gets us into the weeds is because we are actually having to sit with those emotions and learn to do it without the push yeah well it's uncomfortable you know it's uncomfortable to decide not to push through just like it's uncomfortable to sit in the dark when your battery dies, <laughs> you know, like it's the same thing. And I mean, this really touches upon the wealth of research out there about traumatic childhood events and about autoimmune disorders and all of that stuff, particularly in women. Saw a statistic recently that four out of five women will have an autoimmune disease of some kind. And that's part of where it stems from is that we are just overgiving ourselves and our batteries can't handle it. And the faster we can figure out how to respect wherever our battery is and to own that and say no and choose to refill the battery, choose to be prepared for, okay, maybe I do have a busy day coming up. What am I going to do instead? You know, how am I going to manage that? I think the faster we'll all start to heal. And I'm a believer that when we do these things, it's a ripple effect to all of those around us. So that includes our children and that includes our parents. And that's what I think we are all being called to. I mean, like this is not anything that there aren't half a dozen, dozens probably of other people talking about right now. And I know that's why a lot of people choose to go into business for themselves. But many times we end up replicating the same energy patterns that we had in jobs in our businesses. And you really have to consciously choose to do it differently. And sometimes, especially in the beginning, that feels like it takes a monumental amount of effort and or it feels like, geez, I can't get anything done. Yeah. Or I'm just you know, a failure. Like, yeah. Yeah. Wednesday, I pretty much didn't get anything done because I was at the barn all day for the most part. And then uh, Thursday, I let my day go. There really wasn't a whole lot that I did because it just didn't have the capacity to do it. And I had plenty of things on my list, but I was like, you know what? My own mental well-being is more important. And it's more important to me that I focus on that because the faster I get that back in line, the faster I can get back into doing all of the other things. And I knew I had a busy day on Friday, so I knew that if I didn't take that time on Thursday, then I was going to be no good for even longer. I was going to accomplish less on Thursday and not be able to accomplish anything more for more days. So it's so super important that we start really exploring this and asking these questions for ourselves. What does it take to maintain 
my battery? What does it take to manage my battery to be able to handle the surprises and to be able to handle the things that we know are coming? Um, yeah. Because with if we don't ask these questions, it gets worse and worse until your body does shut down. Yeah. And uh, I don't want that for anybody. I don't want that for myself. I don't want that for anybody else. Yeah, I, I love that. I let us finish on that, that note because that was absolutely, we could talk about this for hours. We promised ourselves that we would keep this under 30 minutes. So thank you so much for joining us. I really just want to take a page out of Mel Robbins' books and say, we love you. We are here because we want to share. And without you listening, we would be talking to ourselves, which is fine. But <laughs> we love each and every one of you. Thank you so much for being here with us. We believe in you and we know that you can do it. So I'm going to take Jenny's spot here. Please like, comment, and subscribe to our YouTube channel or whatever platform you're listening to us on. Let us know if this was helpful. If you have any topics, questions, suggestions for us, please leave us a comment. We'd love to hear from you or send us a message directly. You make it possible. So thank you. And just sending all the love out to you today. And I do have to say that my computer just told me I have a low battery. <laughs> just to throw that out there. And uh, I am Natasha Lockie. You can find me at Betty Gohard on Instagram and Natasha Lockie at Facebook. And what I do in the world is I really help women rip up the rule book and find their center so that they can continue to blaze a new path and be the leader in their lives moving forward and getting it real. And as I say, it's not easy to rip out the rule book, but when you know your center, you know what you're doing and you know why you're doing it, you're able to move forward with confidence and strength and really get it done. So if you are wanting to talk more about that, if you're in a place in your life where you feel like you're off center and you need the confidence to move forward, whether you're out on your bicycle, struggling with personal challenges or business challenges, please reach out to me and let's have a one-on-one -on -one call. I have uh, free consultations that I do. So please message me and we can chat. All right, Jenny, your turn. Yeah, I'm Jenny Brandon. I'm an animal communicator and energy healer for animals and their people too. And I help people work through behavior challenges and emotional challenges with their pets. So if you're going through a big life event yourself and find that your pet is adding to your headache, much to your frustration, then we should definitely talk. You can find me on the web at soulpetconnections.com and on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram under the same handle. So thank you again so much for joining us today. Tosh did a great job on that outro. I think I will let her do that again. <laughs> so we look forward to seeing you next week. Have a great day.